Wait, Tejas, are you recording already? Yeah. Do you want me to stop recording? I I feel like this is this shouldn't be in the podcast. This is just stupid chatting. Ronnie's too cute. She's the cutest, hundred percent. She's just a little mushy mush. I miss her a lot. For sure. Sure. And she's definitely cuter than the other dog that I just mentioned. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Way less annoying. That's for sure. So, super cute. <sighs> That's the thing, man. Dogs. Dogs aren't raised to like hate people. Think the people around them that make them hate things. They didn't do anything wrong. They don't deserve that. Yeah. No, not at all. No problem. I want a chow chow. Maybe later in life. Maybe not right now. A chow chow? What's a chow chow? Very ones. They have like a mane, and their eyes are like inside. I want a chow chow. You need to see a chow chow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They look like <laughs> little bears. They look like oh. little ba- bears. But would you be like, do you, with the lifestyle that you live, would you be able to have a dog? Because I heard a lot of people in the States have been like returning their dogs back to shelter now that they've started working, not working from home anymore. They're going back into the office. Have you heard about this dog? Yeah, I've heard about it, but you know what? I don't think I can have a no, dog, right now. dog right now. He's like a way different job, and he needs to be very close to the dog, especially if he's gonna have a chow chow that needs to be walked and stuff, yeah. or he needs to be making like <laughs> a lot more to. <laughs> Oh my god, a chow chow is mm-hmm. so much work. Okay, you have to like groom this girl yeah. or boy. Mm. Basically, the grooming. dog is so high maintenance. I mean, you know how it is for Ronnie. Like you have to brush her constantly, and she's so yeah. tiny. Yeah. So imagine like a dog that's as big as Shen. It's just too tough. <laughs> like when they're baby, like. But also, like, <laughs> you know, so good already. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Shen, you're also like you. But also, Shen, you're you would want a dog that's well groomed, right? Like you would want to make sure that a dog, like your dog, appears well and like isn't dirtier. Oh, of course. Oh my God! I saw someone. I saw someone. Um, with the same breed as Ronnie on the street near my home. And I was looking and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Cause you know, they all look like they're cousins. Yeah, 
crazy. I was just like, oh my God, it's Ronnie's cousin. Yeah, no, Ronnie's deluxe. So, <laughs> so I'm going to be deluxe too. I'm in the process of getting mm. another one. Oh, you want to get her a boyfriend? Yeah, aka once I come to the States, I'm gonna get another dog. <laughs> I've decided. Oh, yeah. okay. Because I feel like Ronnie's like getting to her half, you know, mid mid age soon. <laughs> She's like teenager now Everything. in my mind. So I want to get her someone that's like yeah. younger to keep her fresh and cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like he w- she would be happier with a. Uh, Male dog. No, 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 no. She doesn't need a boyfriend. I want to get another, you know, <laughs> female dog. Why would she be happier with a male dog, Chad? I'm pretty sure Ronnie's a lesbian. I feel like she swings both ways. He's very picky. Like, I've seen her hum a female dog's face. Oh. And again, we all know this dog. Oh, really? Oh. Mm. <gasps> Oh, ferocious. No, I mean, it depends. She's so picky. picky. That's the thing. And I don't want a male dog. That's myself. Would you you, get another Lhasa Apso? You said when you come back to the States, and we've talked about that, but would you get another Lhasa Apso? Or, like, what kind of, you know, what kind of dog? Also small, I assume. Someone you can, like, pick up and carry. I feel like they're a lot more high energy, maintenance, aggressive, especially in her breed. Oh. Like we had a guy that would come, yeah, who had a Lhasa as well, but his was a guy and he said that dog was like full on guard dog. Maybe you should get, or maybe you should, you know what you should get maybe? Like a female, um, either a Frenchie. Or what was the other one thinking about? Like a Pomeranian. Yeah. Oh my God. So no, I wouldn't. I used to like Frenchies, but I think that's mm. Jenny's yeah. dog. I grew out of that phase a little. And Pomeranians are fucking annoying. I would never ever. Oh my God. They're so yappy. And again, very high maintenance. Okay. I don't want high maintenance oh. dogs. Uh, very high maintenance with her fur which isn't a problem but like Pomeranians 10 times worse they don't have the same fur as Ronnie oh. it's way more thicker and little coarse or maybe that's just, just Pomeranians so you, what you want really is kind of like uh, someone who has the fur like a pot okay. no 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 I want someone like Ronnie okay. and that's it <laughs> Like, I'm okay with a miniature version oh, of Ronnie. Okay, okay. That's okay. She's cute, like, small, cute. Because I want to... Look, every day she comes with me to work. She comes everywhere I go. The only time where, like, even traveling and everything, I just feel like I want her to fit in my bags, and my bags have gotten a little smaller. Yeah. In style. So... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I need something that's her size or smaller. Yeah. Mm, okay. Well, also, I think that it's like I was talking to my new roommate. We were talking about her dog, and she uh, fully, my new roommate fully believed in like letting the dogs talk to each other, right? 
one of the things I had told her was I remember when Ronnie was first in our lives and you would take her to the dog park and she would act how she wanted to act around bigger dogs that were bigger than her. So maybe you can get like a dog that's like slightly yeah. bigger, but like as in at the full at the full grown stage is slightly bigger, but still small enough to like, you know, fit yeah, in these kinds of bags. But I don't know if I want them to be friends. Like maybe I want Ronnie to be mm. dominant on her. Anyways, Ron, Ronnie's yeah. a very dominant dog. She's not very submissive. That's true. But I think part of it also comes with like the person who's training her and who's around her, who she attaches herself to the most. I think right? both. If she doesn't want someone to fuck with her, they don't fuck with her. And I think you taught her some of that as well. But then the other thing you yeah. taught her is when strangers come, open them with oh, like open arms, you know, welcome them with open arms. It's very you know. so. Basically, you just <laughs> want to give Ronnie a dog. It's like you know, it's <laughs> it's yeah. like getting her a little play thing. Yeah, essentially. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> she deserves it. She deserves. I it. think so. Definitely. You say when you uh, move to the States, when do you foresee that to be? Yeah. No, not moving. Like when I come back. I'll oh, when you yeah. come. Oh, when you yeah. come back. Okay, I was clear on that. So when you come back to the States, yeah. you're gonna, okay. I probably need to cut this part out, but the dog has to be American because it needs that passport. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Cut it out if you want to, don't if you don't want to. But it's the truth. It's just easier. And I also love whenever I come home with Ronnie, you know, when they go through the little um, customs thing, they're like, oh, they look at her paperwork and they're like, welcome home. They always say that to her. So I really enjoy that. (laughs) I think that's important. Wait, on her, she has a little passport. And it says that she's American. And it says like her, it says her origin. It says that she's American. She's part of like the. American oh my god! Love that. Um, Love a good pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> One of my friends um, gave his passport for renewal at the start of the pandemic last year, and he just got it back earlier this year. So if you guys have any passports that are going to be expiring within nine months, now's the time to renew them. Yeah, mine mine is expired currently. (laughs) Really? I need to get it renewed. How are you going to get to Hong Kong with the expired passport? I just need to renew it. Hmm. I've heard it's taking some time. If you do it stat, then you can work remote, hopefully, yeah. in the future. <laughs> chop, chop. Okay. Really? We were talking before you got on the call about how Shen wants to move back to Hong Kong. Hong Kong? No, I don't want to move back to Hong Kong. No, no I don't want to move back. <laughs> I was just saying, I missed, maybe I should have stayed oh. at oh, the time. You, maybe. Okay. I mean, things would have been very different. Very different, but then I could have died in the protest. So, no, <laughs> I don't think you died in the protest. What would you have gone to the protest? Not you don't have to answer if you 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's, I'm not attached to that place. You know, that's the thing. It's like, I don't really No, even I care don't think you're attached it. in that way. Like, he's not from Hong Kong. He just, yeah. you know, like, being there and living yeah. there and stuff like that. He's from mainland. Yeah. So there's a big, you know, difference. Are you attached to New York, Chen? I'm attached to New York, but I feel like it's chipping away. Mm. Little by little. To be fair, the the environment for all of us has made us feel like, why do I, you know, why should I continue? Because it is very tough to continue to care and have emotional attachments when there are things out there that are like continually chipping away at it. You know what I mean? It's really tough. It's not easy, especially for extroverted social travelers like the three of us are. It is really tough. It's difficult to maintain those. Like, I haven't seen my sister in a year and a half. That's probably the longest time since like college. You know what I mean? So, oh my, God. my dog, you know what I'm saying? Like, Ronnie, I haven't like run out of her fate. This is the longest time I haven't been to the States since we were like children, like babies. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. it is super weird. I mean, that's the reality of it. I know. And you need that physical presence in order to strengthen the attachment that's that's been sure. there. I also think that we're the kind of people that we need to take breaks and go out and socialize like we all like doing mm -hmm. that and we all kind of need that and um <laughs> it's very tough right now for me like I'm going crazy mm -hmm. I cannot wait for this to happen mm -hmm. but you know what though this drink this drink changed my perception of staying at home oh, just now <laughs> but honestly so, you missed nothing okay she sent me a picture of the food and it looks disgusting like oh my <laughs> I told you it's so good you're getting drunk because whatever they just gave you is not worth shit okay yes wait it's it an Indian perfect, place Shad. oh really send you both the pictures Oh, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but a little background. Oh, What's she's the little one background? That's a terrible photo. Also, you need to edit all of this. Can you send me a copy of But, anyways, <laughs> no, I don't mind because I want to like really drag this. Uh, I want to go to this restaurant and drag it. Like, I, ho I hope it closes down really soon. But, anyways. <laughs> what? Which oh my god, the, yeah. the, it's like so bad. The place, the, the, so Mom the, and Liv are out for brunch. That's right. Doesn't that look terrible? It looks Does, right. And why would the potatoes that? I was like, oh, you're not missing. Really, you didn't miss anything. I had. <laughs> it 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 looks like a like a yeah. It looks a little. I don't know. The bread color is a little Doesn't odd. It look terrible. Like, I don't know. There are places in Edison that would. It looks dry. Kill this place. Like <laughs> it's a shame that people are going there. They probably cause. What is? Do you know what this place is called? I don't. I don't know what the place is called, but. But yeah, you hmm. didn't. Do anything. Yeah. 
It's a near, it's a near mall, I think. It's near mall um, on the Upper East Side. Mm. I don't like that. I don't like anything yeah. about that. Nothing about that is appealing no to me. <laughs> also, is that, also, is that ketchup? Like, did it, did it at know. least taste good? Or? No, I don't think so. And I don't think, I wouldn't even take anything like what Mal says seriously because she's going to be in such a drunken state. She's not going to remember the food Oh, okay. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, it's okay. a cocktail bar. Got it. Is it called it's Drunken called Monkey? Drunken Monkey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, 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 I know this place. Uh, we, there were, there were people who were like, yeah, your food is better than Drunken Monkey, but you don't serve alcohol. And then I went to Drunken Monkey and I was like, well, yeah, of course our fucking food tastes better. Look at this. <laughs> oh yeah, I've, I've, I've ordered Wait, their food been to before. Drunken Monkey? Because it's in Upper East Side, right? So Chipotle and the ghost kitchen was in yeah. Upper East Side. And there were like customers that was like, yeah, your food is so much better than Drunken Monkeys, but you guys don't serve alcohol. So, and I was like, I, I ordered their food. I was like, our food tastes way better. It should be worth the not getting alcohol. But, you know, people people want alcohol with food. They should just go there, drink, and then get your yeah. food. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it's like a pony. They have like pony puri and. Yeah, I'll have to stuff. cut this out too. I don't want. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine before getting your first sponsor, <laughs> no, you got your like, first loss. The, the first thing was like because I I saw Drunken Monkey when I was thinking like where should I put this virtual kitchen. And I was like, oh, Dragon Monkey, this place looks cool. It looks like a lot of places that I would go to anywhere. Like, you get good cocktails, you get good drinks, and you also get good bites to eat. Not like full dishes, essentially. Not like a full biryani itself, although they do have that. It's more like, you know, quick bites that you eat. A lot of places that we've been to in Bombay are like that, right, Tha? Um, yeah. And then <laughs> I went, and I was like, this is not good at all. So I did not know they were going there, but... Like, you can go to a nice cocktail bar in Bombay and they'll have food like this, like some yeah. street cake on some street food or whatever. <clears throat> but it's actually good. It's not like yeah. this looks like a cheap knockoff. That's yeah. um, like, I wouldn't pay an enemy to go there. No. <laughs> it's like, Shen, has anyone ever been like, oh, what's a good Chinese restaurant to go to? And you're like, I don't know, Panda Express. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> no, it depends on what they are. Okay. If they're like very basic looking, I would just say like, oh, I mean, you can go to like Hakkasan or like you can go to oh. like, I don't know, Tao. And if they're not, or like Mr. Chow or something like, but if they're not like basic looking, like they really legit just, you know, want some Chinese food, I'll tell them some, depends on what they want. But if they're basic looking, I'll just tell them those, yeah. you know, you know. <laughs> All the places we But oh, you can go to, yeah, you can go to like Mr. Chow, you can go. <laughs> it's just the photo Whatever. itself is just... The photo is so bizarre. 
The photo, the photo is so bizarre. Why are the potatoes cut like that? It looks like homestyle potatoes, which are American. And then also then the power is not even cooked. The alcohol as well. And yeah. there's a ketchup. How is not cooked. It looks like they're paying for the cheapest shit ever that's like not even cooked properly. Like what is on the sides? Uh, I'm really confused. That's disappointing. Like, does this beat the 30 rupees butter pal on the street? Absolutely not. It doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> Even if I'm being... And you know what? They they probably paid like yeah, $18. Minimum. <laughs> At least, I wish they were like... <laughs> I wish there was like... I wish Zagat did like a review that was like, these are the places that are expensive but worth it, as opposed to these are like, you know... I guess that that is what they. Do. Oh, you go to infatuation, right? Infatuation. Yeah, have you heard about it? I haven't. It's no. it's a website called the Infatuation. They give you these food guides for all these crap. Look it up. Oh, interesting. We good to know. Yeah, that's where I found like a lot of the restaurants that I think I like. Oh, I really want you guys to go to but, uh, hmm. Priyanka Chopra's place. I want to see how bastardized it is. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because it is going to be like. Exactly. Well, it's also because she's not like a chef or like True. has any yeah. food background. It's a very good point. <laughs> she doesn't have, she has zero food, but not even any, right? <laughs> It's not like she, like, her parents or... that she cannot cook or do anything as well. I think she's openly said that she can't cook as well. So I find like, in interviews and stuff. Yeah, I find the whole thing quite <laughs> absurd. And, like, look, I'm not going to say that I follow either any, like, famous people's social media, but I don't think there's been, like, any photos on Priyanka. Oh, yeah. she doesn't yeah, cook just herself. Like, no. They cook, right? Like, the, the, the cook... Yeah. No, absolutely not. I don't think any celebrity cooks themselves. I think that's the biggest <laughs> oh unless they have like yeah. unless they're I don't know. There's a thing on WhatsApp that circulated of like Virat Kohli's wedding to Anushka Sharma as if we were all being invited to his wedding. I was like, why are you forwarding this to me, Ma? It's like, oh look at the design for the for their wedding invite. I was like, no, this is just like mocked up on Canva. Like this isn't their actual invite. Uh, but, you know, it was like all the aunties were sharing it. It said forwarded many times on WhatsApp. I, I now know why you like SignalDog because, you know, you don't, you have all of these, like, things that are way better for privacy. WhatsApp is garbage here. Like, like what? I beg people to stop texting me on WhatsApp and they somehow find a way to text me. Even if you block them, like, <laughs> there's some bakery, again, maybe you'll have to take this out, or you should just start bleeping these things out, okay? I think that would no, be... The name of the <laughs> yeah, so there's this one place. Holy shit. I got, I made the mistake of getting chocolates for, from them for Ganesh Chaturthi, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. essentially they kept messaging me, and I was like, please stop messaging me, this is obnoxious. And then I blocked yeah. the number and then they still found the number and messaged me from a different number. So I was like, wow. I kind of like <gasps> went ballistic I think... and I was like, please, I called up later. I was like, please, I'm begging you. Stop. 
please stop. <laughs> At least with the IGP, like they just message you once so far and that's it. Like when we got the gift, the flowers, at least they message once, hey, here's our number, reach out to us if you need anything. Perfect, that's all I need from you. If I have any issues with my order, I'll reach out. Otherwise, just leave me. Yeah, seriously. <sighs> oh my God. Oh, but you know what the worst, um, the worst business in terms of being annoying was the rooftop at that hotel in Midtown West. The one that had called like many months after Kush uh, and his ex, ex's uh, like party that they had. Yeah. Did you ever pay that one? What are you talking no, about? No, I, I didn't. What's it called? It's literally all the way on Ink the west 48. side. Ink 48. Ink 48. This is what I'm yeah. saying. You need to just bleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. What's the... What's the name of the I'm lounge? I don't remember. Press, press lounge. Press lounge, yeah. Press. Oh, yeah. We yeah. went and uh, we all got to meet Krishna's uh, girlfriend at the time. Now his ex-wife. So, now his ex-wife. So he, he won. He won oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. he kept the dog. So he won everything. It doesn't matter. Valid. Much happier now. Have you met his new yes. boo? We we got to meet her when they came into town. She's she's from Boston. She's she's nice. She's really nice and friendly, and she also likes going out and likes chatting with us. So it was it was a good time. Although we didn't get to spend too long with her, I I had I went and like hung out with them on a night out. Uh, but a lot of the other boys in that group didn't, so it was a little bit different. Wow, that is interesting because do you think this will be the last one? I mean, who knows where life takes you? That's, yeah, that's true. I'll say. I mean, but yeah. did any of us think that she was the one for him? I wouldn't say. Yeah, so it doesn't. Probably sense. not. That's true. Oh, um, guys, now you got me onto this infatuation shit, and I'm just looking through all of it. And I'm like, oh my god, I just want to come back to New York and go to one of these places. This <laughs> is obnoxious. I'm like, how can I save everything so when I come there, we can hit up all of these spots? <laughs> yeah, it's like website. a good I website. None of these places. We should get on. We always do like classic. Oh, some probably some well. of yeah. these are new. I'm doing secret patios of NYC. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting. Yeah. I oh I went to um I found one place with like a garden, the lottery in Soho Ooh. has a garden. Um yeah, I went there for cocktails. I found that on this thing, I think. Like during quarantine, because that is like an enclosed area. That's so wonderful. I just want to go to so many places when I come Yeah, out. You have no idea. <laughs> we will go.
Bala was uh, in town last week, and I told him about Does my... Does he also have a girlfriend? No, he doesn't, but I told him how I got a job offer, and he was like, how many, how many freelancing jobs do you do now? And I was like, well, technically I have this year, there's been like five, five organizations that have paid me income. He's like, are you excited to have like one single stream? And I was like, yeah, for sure. Because, you know, it's, it's nice to have that stability. But then when Chen and I were talking as well, it's like now's the time to also take risks, I think. And it's just, it's difficult to manage that, right? It's difficult to want to take a risk while also having that comfort and that stability. Yeah, it's better if you have both because right now I'm dying. So please yeah. just keep stable. <laughs> <laughs> So would you okay, one of us make some serious money? <laughs> you wouldn't trade it though, right? You wouldn't trade what you have for stability. I don't think I have a choice at this point. What am I gonna do after this? You know. <laughs> it's just, I've been working on this for like a hundred years, good, you know, since I was twenty-one. So it feels like I don't know anything else at this point. That's a good point. Also, OJ, you have gotten so much achievements from this that's true that's really true not enough not yet so that's yeah, the mentality you need that's the mentality you need like no no what i've accomplished isn't enough there's more that's that's a good mentality to have but honestly i'm really really happy for you tages Thank you. Thank you, Sean. And uh, I'm so happy for you because I didn't like that woman's tone when she was talking to you on the phone. I mean, I heard a little bit, but like... Who's, who's tone? The woman that you were on the phone with. When, when was this? You'll have to remind me because I don't remember. But that Sunday, right before we left. She was like, hey, Jess, you didn't do this when you were calling on the phone with your yeah. someone that you work with or whatever. She, uh -huh. was, she was like, this did wrong, that did wrong, that's not there, where's that? I just heard her saying that, and I was just like... I mean, that's the thing. I, I don't think, like, you, when you work in the service industry, you can't let people's tone and and subject matter really get to you because if you do you're you're never gonna like you have to have thick skin i think right like yeah but you know like i when i don't know if the industry is different or whatever but i feel like when you are a freelancer right mm -hmm. you don't know what's going on 100 of the time you That's just true. you do what they tell you to do and when that happens, they're bound to be things that they forgot to explain about or like something that happened versus if you're there at a place full time, you now, know what what's talk? going on 100% of the time. I remember now what you're talking about. That's the freelancing job which hasn't paid me yet. Yeah. She was <laughs> like very, Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? You can't do much. He, I mean, ultimately, it's like, yeah, that, I mean, she and I have mended, but so this isn't about the service industry, although to be fair, 
like working. I thought you were talking about when a customer called and complained about Chapati Man because I was like, I don't remember that. Then there are also people like, oh, I'm vaccinated. I don't need to wear a mask in here, right? And you're like, no, you still do need to wear a mask. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Those guys are the biggest idiots in the world. And I was so ashamed when Biden was like, oh, you don't need to wear a mask. I'm like, no, that's preposterous. Yeah. Everyone's going to wear a mask until, like, everyone's got this down. Yeah. This strain is mutating every fucking minute what the fuck are you talking yeah about? like literally they were saying they got the chinese vaccine in bahrain right yeah so a lot of people including our dad got vaccinated by that in fact all my friends you know Mira and everyone um got that dose and she was telling me that oh now you know people are getting reinfected and they're giving a third dose out like this mm-hmm. chinese vaccine so now people are getting like her parents are getting their third dose like now as well. And you're supposed to wait like a few months after you get the third dose. But my dad also has to go and get his third dose now. So I don't think not wearing a mask And Moderna is, is saying the Moderna and Pfizer, they're saying there might be a third dose too. Yeah. They, 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 no, um, for sure. All yeah. of them are going to have a third dose. Everyone knows that. <laughs> And they're they're going to have to put like time in between the yeah. doses for them to work. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So nope. I think it's it's too early. It's way too early. Yeah, we way can't start celebrating early. the win yet, right? We're we're realistically, yeah, we're getting close to the end of the game. There's a good leap, but it's like this could easily go back to shit. Um, and as we see, like, how are things in India, though? Because I. I know that like when you See, I mean, something as simple as yeah you wearing a mask sanitizing yeah and maintaining you know distance decorum mm-hmm. in a situation i don't think it's so hard for you to do no okay it's just a way of life now and just get used to it yeah yeah and honestly this is a great thing you know what i'm scared about once they open everything in new york do you guys remember how insane it was to get on the subway during like rush hour? Yeah. Or even J Transit, or I'm sure they'll yeah. yeah. But yeah. especially the subways, because I feel like when I would come to class from Washington Heights or even Midtown, sometimes it was like I was jam packed. Like I would have to wait two, three before I could get in. Mm-hmm. And it's like you have to fight your way in. Yeah. Like, you know, mothers, you know, baby strollers will fucking you know hey, shove you out of the way yeah, yeah, yeah. Use the stroller as a weapon mm-hmm. do you know what i mean which they rightfully should do you know like <laughs> to them. i don't know how it happened <laughs> at that time in the subway that's insane i wouldn't even do that to ronnie okay <laughs> she would shit herself i would shit myself no way in hell like i just feel so scared that that's gonna come back and you guys are gonna get fucked again because let's be real the immunity there is definitely not on par with here so i feel like if you if someone there came right now and got infected with the strand that's here now they Mm -hmm. would be totally fucked like completely fucked and we've already seen like some people who have gotten their vaccines done gotten infected again so if we're already at that point here like it's bound to happen there it's happening in other places like Bahrain whatever mm-hmm. it's just bound to happen yeah right? so, 
saying that, oh, you shouldn't worry about this stuff is kind of ridiculous. Like you need to now look at the world. Everyone was like, oh, America, America. And I'm sure it's always like gonna be like that and still like that there. Yeah. But the rest of the world is facing people that are vaccinated who have gotten COVID. Yeah. <laughs> you know? This should be the highlight of the podcast. Oh my God. So you should oh. name the podcast. I- who are vaccinated can still get COVID. Yeah. Yes, it's like way milder yeah. symptoms, but you can still transmit it. Everyone works differently. Like, what if you are very sick or you have something else and then you get COVID again? Like, shit happens. Yeah. So, no, I don't think yeah. it's smart at all. And that's this the thing, right? The worst thing. Even though I'm vaccinated, I still get tested weekly, right? Like, that's still like, because especially when I was doing my soccer refereeing, being around young kids where like it's been spreading in schools. So they close the schools, but you still have soccer leagues because it's not like you're really touching. Did I tell you guys the story about the like boy who like spat in his gloves, picked up the ball and tossed it to me? And I was like, this is gross. Bullshit, I'm yeah. so sorry. I know. No, I agree. I agree. I can't believe soccer, that. like, I can't believe you, I understand for professional because like they owe money to broadcasters if they don't play the game. No, 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 no. hold up. Let's say that you do not understand for professional. The biggest shit show that happened was the IPL happening yeah. in fucking Mumbai. That's true. And then all these players got corona. Yeah. They had to shut down the entire thing. And now it's being moved to Dubai in September. Exactly. It should have just been in Dubai this whole time. From the beginning. Like, From the beginning, yeah. It's insane. Let me say, like, I understand why they wanted to continue a professional league. I don't think they did a good practice of it. Let me put it like that, right? Like, they, I mean, if they didn't, they would owe money to the broadcasters to star or whatever. Uh, you know, that's the reason why they continued all the professional sports leagues. Otherwise, the they league would owe money. At least just been in Dubai and Abu Dhabi to begin with. And Sharjah. Why? Why? Yeah. 100% they should have. But they weren't going to, right? Because they, because they, they oh, owe so, money. Yeah. And money makes the whole money thing. Yeah. And also, it's like the best form of entertainment for Indians. I thoroughly agree with this point and then i'm gonna tell you why last year there was this whole fucking shit show that happened where some actor died slash was murdered slash committed suicide who knows okay okay they turned it into a huge like hungama like a huge story drama i remember telling shen this and he's like what the fuck is this and it's like people were involved everyone is involved but instead of like cracking down on the people that were involved and all this stuff they were like drugs is the problem and which drug is it oh it's marijuana <laughs> what <laughs> like it was insane so Deepika Padukone got caught up in this and then she's like oh I need to take a sabbatical but she didn't she went to Goa so I don't know what sabbatical that was <laughs> went to the birthplace of it whatever I love her she's my favorite actress and this just proves the point why she is but it's just insane. Like the whole thing was insane and it was blown so out of proportion. And literally the second IPL debuted, no one talked about it ever yeah. again. Yeah. But like, who? What's the guy's name? I'm not like no one was interested. What was no the name of this actor that got caught up in this whole thing? Sushant Singh Rajput. That's his name. Okay. I can't say I recognize the name to be fair. I mean, I don't think it's important anymore because he's unfortunately passed away. So there's no more <laughs> work for you to do. <laughs> you know, it's all right. done. Uh, no, you make you make solid points here, though. Fuck. 
Oh, Tejas, do you allow your uh, employees to to um uh, to eat the food for free? Um. Yeah, I do. For sure. Oh yeah. wow! Because like. Sure. Because the thing is that, like, I have a very small team, and they don't really take breaks. It's more like an eight-hour period. You're supposed to give an hour at least. Yeah. So, like, you know, while they're on that, like, while they're taking their lunch break or dinner break or whatever, yeah, they can of course eat my food. It's not like it's it's one order a day, right? Which is basically it's not like they're overindulging or like they're ordering. They're eating enough for them to be full, even if they eat two, right? Like that shouldn't be the end of the world. Like. You and I were talking in the fashion industry, and the same thing exists now in the states for, or really all across the country, all across the world, rather, for the food service industry. Like people aren't, people don't want to take these fast food paying jobs for like minimum wage, less than minimum wage, because it's not worth it, right? It's not worth getting yelled at, being say like my rights are being violated, I am important, I am American, etc., etc., right? It's like. We, there needs to be a cultural shift in the fashion industry, in the food industry, about the fact that things should be more expensive than they currently are. So that, that way then we can like pay affordable wages to allow people to live with dignity, not just in this country, all over, right? But that, that comes with its costs and benefits, as you said, in terms of the effect that it has in, in other parts of the world, which we did talk about a little bit before, like during the pre-production call and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just you know you want things to be better made, but mm -hmm. it's way more complex than that. Exactly, right? If it's there's like so many food... moving parts, yeah. So you want clothes to be cheap, you want food to be cheap, but then you also, I mean, if you have like some sense of you know morality, you want the people who are making these clothes and making this food to be able to live with dignity. And the fact is um, a lot of them are, which is frustrating, frustrating. You know what's frustrating? I, I just feel like, you know, people always say like, oh, we're all born equal. I mean, I think that's a great idea, but I feel like <laughs> it's definitely a lie. Yeah, yeah. Because if everybody's equal, the world, I think, stops running, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's true. It's sad, but it's true. That's how I feel. Yeah. Because ultimately, the people who are more equal, more mm -hmm. equal, will use their resources to continue to gain more. Oh, no, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm just thinking oh. there are bound to be jobs that have to be done by people who don't can do other stuff you know can you imagine if one day all the low level paying jobs are gone because people are apparently too overqualified or smart or not willing That's to do these point. jobs we we need those jobs those are important but mm -hmm. those are not something that people want to do mm -hmm. so no you're right you're right in order you yeah but you, frame, you frame that really well well, that's the thing. What will happen, though? Like, what's the worst that happens if, like, every minimum wage job is taken over by a robot and then everyone who was working in that minimum wage job 
suddenly is qualified to do more. I mean, uh, then you better hope we have a very advanced AI slash robotics technology in yeah. order to survive. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Which I want to pivot towards uh, reality TV shows. Taters, I know okay. that you watch The Bachelor, which is... <clears throat> I think the bachelor. Oh my god! Like the yeah. American Can you say that again? Things. That's it's disappointing, right? Yeah, I think that the bachelor. Yeah, they're all okay. terrible. So, okay. One of them least, came out. Can I at least try? Can I at least try to defend myself for not not realistically? You can, but we all know it's here's the thing. Okay, go ahead. Floor's all yours. It's bullshit. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I do, I have watched The Bachelor for a number of years, less than five, I would say. And the reason I watch it, because I think it is some of the, it is some of the best and simultaneously worst reality TV I've ever seen in my life. I love Wipeout, right? I love that show Wipeout because like people are getting beaten basically for the promise of like a thousand bucks which like doesn't even cover the medical cost but that's america for you with the bachelor though right the bachelor is a little bit different because it's like what i've heard throughout my whole life about matchmaking except it's done by a reality tv company abc network right which is like the cream of the crop when it comes to you know one of the biggest networks in the united states but they're so bad at doing this matchmaking like a random auntie from Chennai is better at matchmaking than ABC broadcasting. You know what I mean? Like, oh my goodness! What if Sima Auntie was the new host of The Bachelor slash Bachelorette? Uh, Let's make that happen. Let's bring this a bit yes. global. Come on. <laughs> that the show thing, would right? make sense, the okay? Person. Because there's no pretense that we're <laughs> yeah. going to be together. There's no, she has a zero from the, from the from the first from the first season of Indian Matchmaker. I heard that none of those couples are together, and I was like, "Sounds like par for the course." Wait, really? Uh, none zero, of them? Zero out of six. Wait, Shen, did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, you saw the girl in the parna when she's like, "Who doesn't know there's all flats in Olympia?" Wait, I thought I thought there were some couples that were like, "Oh, we're gonna try this out," or like, "We're gonna see each other again." No, or some shit. Like, oh, yeah. she has like a zero percent. Like none of them. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why I was saying she's perfect for the Bachelor. None. Who are together? No one. Exactly. The Bachelor, I think, is one of. The Bachelor is one of 19, one out of 19 that stayed together, one out of 20, which is better than zero, fine. But it's still, like, it's pretty much close to zero, oh, you know, sure like, mathematically speaking. Her, you know, numbers that are much better than one. That's okay. what I'm saying. So well, what we're seeing on know, Indian Matchmaker is six. Also, I would actually tune into the show because I know that it's, like, a total farce. And that she will say obnoxious things like, oh, you should lose weight or like maybe, you know, shake your chest yeah. or, you know, yeah, that kind of cut doesn't look good around your bush. Like, obviously, everything would be misogynistic yeah. towards women, but it would really, really make yeah. an impact, especially, you know, with the current times we're yeah. in. <laughs> 
so to be fair, better than the last. How did she host. see the bush? No, she would just oh, say oh, that. Just, oh, okay. Just in case. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I feel like if she was really the host of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, she would like go into their wardrobes and be like, you should wear this and you should wear that. Then the, the thing would be more interesting. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's better or worse, but the previous host was, was racist. And at least this host is misogynistic. Now, hopefully we would have a host, the new one, Emmanuel Acho. Hopefully he's none of them, right? But the fact is this show, the theory of they are quite misogynistic. Especially I, I just want to know, how can you host a show like that and not be misogynistic? No, I mean, the thing is, like, if, if it was a bachelor, Rhett, sorry, and like a bunch of guys, like the hosts are still very like, oh, you know, you should do this and that. Like they're not really um, uh, critical of the men. Yeah. So I think that the whole thing is, it just plays into all of these stereotypes and it's all a lie. Like, I think it's all bullshit yeah. for sure. But yeah. that's why I highly recommend the show Burning Love. I think that's the best. Mm. Because I also think Bachelor Burning is Love obviously is scripted. Bachelor, Bachelorette. Yeah. And also, and also, to be honest, the Bachelor is a little bit dead because, like, we all know essentially, like... going to come out? Well, we all know it's scripted, but also the same thing kind of with the Kardashians, like Rena was telling me about on the podcast. Like, we're now in the age of social media where we know everything that's going to happen because it's very impossible to break these leaks, essentially. And I think this, like, old premise of, like, oh, there's one guy and 20 girls or, like, one girl and 20 guys and who's they, who are they going to pick? Like, no one cares anymore, right? Like, there's all these other things that we know about these individuals when it comes to their Instagram. That's you because you're watching it. Well, good point. Um, but I will, I will say this, right? Like, even like the ratings have also signified that like this not people are tuning in because they don't care anymore they don't care whether this person finds up contestants can't bring their phones they can't bring their books it's basically designed for them to fall in love with this person and even then even after like can you imagine Shen, like you go on a date with someone you don't have your phone you don't have a book. You don't have any, like the TVs don't work. There's nothing else other than you and that person. Right? Yeah. And then you have to do that for like 10 weeks. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck, man? At least let me go for a walk. No, you can't. Sorry, COVID. You have to stay within the compound. Mate, are you are you fucking kidding me? That's It's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It sounds like a rehab. No wonder- yeah, it is. That's exactly what I was going to get to. Like, you don't have any stimulation apart from this. the opposite result. Yeah, <laughs> true. You're, you're yeah. trapped even more. I guess it's like, I guess it's like sex rehab, right? Because you get to the fantasy suites and then you get to spend time with the bachelor or bachelorette in their, like, you know, in their suite. Okay, I've literally never watched one single episode. Yeah. So I don't understand any of this stuff. Oh, so they basically... I don't know. They basically 
have this introduction where all these bitches came out of the limo, okay, and then they introduce themselves and whatever, and then they go into this room. And then after he greets all the girls, he goes in and was like, oh, like, I'm pick who I want to stay after our conversation. So all these girls, but then there's a limited amount of time. So some Night girls, one. some girls play dirty by trying to drag on the conversation. So some other girls don't have their time. So the cat fights begins. Yeah. <laughs> night one, he has to, the night one, the Bachelor Bachelorette has to call like at least 25% of the contestants. And you know what these sick fuck the ABC yeah. do? They add more contestants. It's like Love Island. You know how Love Island introduces new people? At it's the like day? 40 contestants. Dude, in the this last season of The Bachelor was like, there was like 30 Bachelor. There were 30 contestants for Matt James because he was the first black Bachelor. He had like 25 or 30. Like they had 20. He, he got rid of six. They added six more. And then they continue to add, I was like, mate, what the fuck are we doing here? And then people who are like removed, like he calls them, they come back if they get a shot again. It's just like, mate, what are you, Love Island and that show that you said, what was the show that you had mentioned, Da? Burning No, no, no. Desire that one. The one that Shen made us watch, the one where there's the couples and whatever. Love Island. What I said is like purely comedic. It's nothing to do with, um, Actually, temptation uh, island that temptation, temptation island, holy great, yeah. shit what a show that is a show that but see that's what i'm talking about because yeah, they got down and dirty i feel like the bachelor slash bachelorette is too american like you know midwestern friendly yeah. so there's none of this like oh like what the fuck mm. what did you just like because you know that it's all fake like, you want to see that yeah. part you want to see the drama yeah. like why are you cool. preventing people from seeing the drama that's why i'm not serious about these shows you know like in the kardashians every mm-hmm. fucking thing is scripted i've never ever liked them you know my disdain for them mm-hmm. and how they really you know yeah. they just body image issues and all the stuff that they do is so unacceptable yep. but you know i obviously female empowerment um <laughs> question mark question mark if it works it works but like you know no one wants another like farah abraham because that was totally born out of you know <laughs> the kardashians um respect them but like you want that drama you don't want the fakeness in it i feel like because they they do such a wonderful mm-hmm. job and it's honestly chris jenner is probably one of my idols and i think if i have children i would definitely do the same thing to them what she did to her kids <laughs> i would 100 percent like yeah. Shen's kid is going to be a superstar i know for a fact i would yeah. be- Shen, are you gonna yes have- he will he's gonna have at least two children maybe one okay. because he will just want to spoil that one but the second one may be accidental uh-huh. accidental in a way where like oh i did okay. this when i was you know out of my mind and then like how he buys laptops, it's the same thing. So I'm going to be really, really hardcore with those kids and be like, do whatever you want to do, but I'm making a bunch of money off of you and I love and support you forever. But you know how, you know, as a manager, an on, yeah. but as a manager, right. I'm totally going to do you that know- to them. But like, they, you know when you come up, they hate to see. Bash. They hate to see a girl boss winning. Who? 
They, the, the haters. The haters hate to see. Why do you think there's a no girl on the Kardashians? They're making a statement. Okay. But, Even yeah, though they do but. not know that they are being feminist because they are extremely, extremely wrong in all aspects, especially feminism. They are being feminist. You know, they are ruining men. Like men are nothing to them. They are not one. Yeah. And I really applaud them for that. Before I was like, you know, this shit is so fake, blah, blah, blah. Dude, they fucking go for it. Like, who mm-hmm. the fuck would they go for? Kylie Jenner would be so yeah. fucking rich. And she's dating, like, you know, rappers that have been around. Tyga is, you know, somehow semi related to uh-huh. her brother, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, Travis, like none of them compared to her. She's the ultimate. It's the same. Like Kim Alton, like, you know, Kanye and her really, really, I think, made it a big thing. Like he really boosted her, but she totally took over at the end of it. And on yeah, sure. God, the only person alive that gets any credit for this is Chris Jenner, Chris Kardashian, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I will yeah. definitely whore all of your kids out. I will pimp them out. I will put a lot of money <laughs> off them. I just don't believe in having children because it's not good for the environment. But I expect at least two kids out of both of you so that, you know, if one kind of Respect. gets a little long hand, I get another one to do better. Respect. Respect. No, it's, it's good to it's good to put that out into the universe. Yeah. I, I did want to ask you though. Um, I, I heard, I heard that the Hadid son, who I think his oh name is gosh, Muhammad Hadid, so disgusting, and like he's so gross. Right? And apparently, he's dating one of the Jenners. Am I wrong no, in saying no, that? No, he's dating Dua Lipa, but also he's dating Dua Lipa. That's so yeah, that's so annoying. He, the Hadid daughter that was in Brooklyn promoting uh, Palestine, yeah. Palestinian freedom. Uh, I think it was Gigi. Amazing. Maybe it was Bella. I actually don't know. But that's the thing. That's what you want to see, right? Like, you want to see people that no, go to bat for you that are... honestly posted so much stuff. I was super impressed mm-hmm. with her. Like, obviously, all and these guys... And she told the Daily Mail the fuck off. But we yeah, love to yeah. see that. See, all these guys, you know, especially her and whatever, they've done a bunch of stuff to their faces and whatever. Fine. But I... I mean, that's how you get into this world. You can't just sit there. There's no one beautiful except for Angelina Jolie, and everyone agrees. But everyone knows that she cheated on, like her and Brad. Oh she yeah, was the other woman. Like, let's not. Let's not. They hate around. to see a girl boss winning. That's what it is. The thing is, like, it's not up to her. It's just how life goes. Like, you can't blame yeah. just her. She was just, you know, beautifully you know, statuesque and there and so much talent, so much beauty. Yeah, too much temptation, you know? Tages. Like that whole conversation. You were with you earlier. Too much temptation. See the interviews with her and Billy Bob Thornton. I'm just yeah. like, oh my goodness. Of course, this is the woman. Like, how yeah. could you not? I feel like if any of us saw her in person, we'd be like, wow. Like, wow. Yeah. You know? But if we saw most other celebrities, which we have seen, we've seen so many living in New York. Like we've seen, dude, we fucking saw Drake with Roshan. Like 
we've seen high, low, middle, you know, all yeah. of them all together. And we're just yeah. like, mm, you know, some were like, wow. And others were like, like boom yeah. jinx. But it <laughs> for sure. But if we saw her, absolutely no. She'd be perfect. That's fair. When she, when Uj was talking about Sophia Lauren, I don't know who she was, so I looked her up. She's she's old. Yeah, Uj makes a good point. Back in the day, you know, blonde, blue eyes, skinny, white was beautiful, but now we have a lot more kind of different um, role models that we could say. Like, look, to be honest, mate, right? Like, Beyonce is thirty nine, right? She is the and Nicki Minaj is thirty eight. J-Lo is 51. Like, what the fuck, man? You know what I mean? Like, what, what the fuck? J-Lo is 51, Shen. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Oh, Shen, like, didn't you have that TV show that you were telling me about earlier today? Like, yeah, totally talk about that now because that seems really interesting. Like, I would totally want that for me. Okay, wow, it's a very interesting story indeed. I got from one of our old dear friends one day a message telling me, Oh my god, you need to watch this show. And I was like, Oh, what is this about? And it, what it ended up being was these trainers are eating to gain 60 pounds in order to find a client and help them lose weight together, okay? Hmm. It's called like fat to fit and fit to fat or something. Maybe I maybe okay. I did the opposite of what it actually is, but fit to okay. fat, fat to fit. That's what I think what it's called. And this guy gained literally 60 plus pounds, met up with her client, and try to lose like like 60 pounds and she he wants to get get back to where he was but the client wanted to lose 80 pounds and they worked together and they worked together and they did it actually at the end she didn't lose quite that much but she lost about like you know 60 pounds which is a lot already Yeah. yeah and i was just thinking to myself i was like this is such a fucking commitment what if like you gain 60 pounds, but then you can't lose it again anymore. Like, what if you, like, stuck there? You ruined your career because you're a personal trainer. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like that's the thing, though. They should be able to do it if they are a personal trainer. Yeah. At least. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was very interesting. Um, but I just find it, like... <sighs> I, you know, you, this is not the service you can request. Okay. This is something that happens once in a while. Can you imagine if a guy is like a trainer is constantly gaining weight and losing weight and gaining weight and losing weight. You're going to get a heart attack one day. I feel like, right. Literally me, not so drastic, but literally me. It is very tough to keep up with. And the thing is you have to do so much to get it right. A lot of people, it's just like one or the other, but it's like if you're, especially if your genetics are not with you, it's the whole package. You have to do so much just to be in that 
position, even if it's not like the most ideal position. Ooh, what are you talking about? Like being a trainer, eating well, dieting well. Yeah. It takes a lot on you. Like, yeah. it's hard. But I also think that like if a trainer can't lose the weight and become more fit like you want to, then there's no point in you having that trainer. Oh, yeah. It's I've definitely... A lot of my trainers that I've worked with were, you know, very unhealthy and bigger. And that also helped me get some motivation and get into the mindset of, of like, oh, I, I kind of, you know, this makes sense. If they can do it, I can do it. I think that's fair. Yeah. And I honestly tell people this as well. I meet a lot of people and, you know, they'll complain about this and that. And I'm like, no, that's so rubbish. If I could do it and I was so big, you could definitely do it. I think yes. it's so wrong to think that like, oh, I can't. And nothing I'm doing is working. Absolutely not. Well, I've lost so much weight. It's ridiculous. Like, yes, I lost more than a human being, like not a child, an actual human being. Oh, I yeah. lost like literally more than half of what I used to weigh. Yeah. So I think that anyone can do it for sure. I think, I think there's a thing where like a, an individual cannot conceive something that's out of their reality. Like Shed has told me multiple times, like he, Shed believes that there people will do things within like a standard set of decision-making. Like they won't do something crazy. You know what I mean? Like they won't do something where you're like, wow, I didn't expect that. But I honestly think that the people that put themselves out of the way and they're like, yes, this is crazy. Those are the ones you need to watch out for. Because mm -hmm. when you think about me, I was so overweight, so overweight. Like I was literally obese and I mm -hmm. put myself out there. I didn't use anything. You know, I just like fucking worked my ass off, yeah. you know, stopped eating the shit that I was eating. And there's like a huge difference. I literally became a different person from when I entered to, into college and when I left college. For sure you did. There were huge differences. I didn't even look like, I still don't look like the same person. Like No. Me. Also, Uj, no. apparently even before I saw you, you already had a transformation. Yeah, I yeah. already lost weight. So it's like this this really can happen and anyone can make it happen. And a lot of the time now, like I'm still unhappy with my body for sure. And I like, obviously, you know, pick at it and do so many things to it, but it gives me a lot of like um, hope when I see like my doctor or something, they're like, oh, you look really good or random people, whatever it is. It's like good in that way, but it also makes me feel a little bit, mm, um, I don't see it would be, yeah, it's a little bit negative, like in the way that if you like when people are like, oh, I, you know, I really want to lose weight and stuff. I'm like, no, if you wanted to lose weight, you could like, yeah. whatever I'm going to say is not going to help you. Whatever. That's you just have to do it on your own. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah do this, 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 but like, it's not going to cool. do much. Right. Yeah. And I'm still healthy and I can like lift weights like fucking crazy. You know, I'm so strong and healthy. So I don't feel like I, I need to oh, anyone, any sort of explanation, even if they think that they're better than me or whatever, whatever. <laughs> I'm eating my life like I ate an entire this thing of peanut butter. Bad, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I work my ass off. Who's judging you? I did the same yeah, yesterday. Saying, but, but I'm also like, if you really want to change and be like a different size, you totally can be. No, but who did that? No, I mean, it's the haters, it's like we said, no like haters. we said earlier, the, the haters. But I'll tell you what, though, I, I had a couple questions for you. Well, the first question I had was your 
the trainer that you're using now, because you you swear by a trainer, one has the finances for it, because they will know your body and they will know what motivates you and they will find that. It's the same trainer that you're using, the one that I met when I was in India in winter last year? No, so she, she is around, but because of the situation, I'm not able to meet her. Okay. She's not able to come and the gyms are closed and so on and okay. so forth. Got it. So right now I work out with like a friend building. of mine and I do the same sort of exercises and I'm like going up on weights and okay. all this stuff. In between, I was like not as serious. And I think it was also just like, oh, another lockdown, a little bit of depression here and there, lots of yeah. peanut butter to turn to. Mm. But um, after that, you just kind of like get back into your zone and you're like, yeah, I can fucking do anything. He, and it always helps because Ishra's around and he's like, I know I'm going to get shit for this, but I'm way stronger than him. So it's <laughs> awesome when you're working out. I with imagine pressing through the door right now. What'd you say? Just, just yeah. <laughs> It's awesome when you're hanging out with a guy and you're like, oh, wait, I'm actually really strong. And yeah. people know I'm strong. Even the guys I work out with are like, yeah, you're really strong. You can do yeah. this. That's, that's really cool. And that's the For second sure. thing I wanted to bring up. You and Shen and even Evan, as you both know, like you all have just focused on your own like physical look, the way you guys individually look. You guys have really worked on that a lot to make yourselves appear how you want to appear. Shen has talked about wanting to appear more menacing given everything that's happening here in the States, wanting to appear more threatening as a as a form of self-protection. For yourself, Da, I know like the changes that you've done for yourself and the way that you, like Shen said, even before you met Shen, you had that such a big physical transformation. It's really important. It's really amazing to watch. Like, and the fact is that you're still dedicated for it because like you said, anybody can do it, but it does require a radical change in thinking and in mindset and in like motivation, right? And not to say that that's fully 100% healthy or 100% unhealthy, it's just a facet of life, right? Because we, everyone has some version of body dysmorphia. Everyone has some version of, I don't like how I look, so I want to change how I look. You know, that, that is that is a fast yeah. Very few people are like... If you have like, ever met Ishwar, Ishwar is the most, like, oh my goodness. Okay, we were at the beach once in Goa, and we were just chilling and whatever. The shacks, and I'm lying down on, like, one of those beach beds, and he's, like, um, on the opposite one, like, close by to me. So he says something like, hey, man, do you see that guy? And I was like, yeah, fine. yeah, I see him. What about him? Okay, he's like, you know, a French guy with a very typical, this is gonna sound again, generalized, but a very typical like Parisian French body, you know, lean, but little muscular and very, you know, they just have something about them sort of thing. So I was like, yeah, he's fine. Like not my type, okay. Very beautiful, but not my type. It's very Timothy Chalmier, like very toned, but very thin, you know, Ma like masculine but thinnish body. Is that your type, Shen? No. What's your type? I mean, I like, I think I'm starting to like more, I don't know, like that, but. What do you mean? That's always what you liked. That's not, don't say it's starting to like more and all the shit. Um, no, and I think it's either like everyone's either, either a hot bot or a dad bot. I think that's the main thing. And so, anyways my whole point of this was he looks at this guy and this guy literally has the same exact body as Ishwar 
which is like very you know thin like, you think he sure has that bot okay gotcha. yeah he's got that like thin you know whatever tall lanky but a little bit fit you can't even say fit it's just genetics at this point mm -hmm. that kind of fit and he's like man that guy you know do you see him he just looks so amazing like his body like i wish i had his body and i'm not going to do an indian accent because that's racist but yeah I turned to him and I was like, Ishwar, that is literally your body. But if you worked out, like it's so obnoxious that you think you're this cool. Like it's insane. And once another story is once he was with Vijay and Vijay's like, you know, Ishwar, you just look so good. Like, I don't know how you get your ego to be all the way down here. Like you're just so attractive. Have you ever thought about modeling? And then Ishwar was like, yeah, man, but you know, I have this chip in my tooth and I think that's what's preventing me. And he said it was like a very serious. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was like, what the fuck? I'm sure if you asked Vijay, it would be a way better story, but that's what happened. And I thought that was pretty funny. Like to have that kind of self-esteem is a blessing. And he does have a lot of blessings because I feel like if he wanted to, he could bulk up and be like a bulky, you know, or even like a more dad bod. But because he's just naturally blessed, you know. Well, he also has a good self-esteem because he focuses on his mental health, right? That's, that's something that he's been paying a lot of attention to over the past God knows how long. Like when you have yeah, this he's a very balanced person, for he's sure. Very, like that's, that's one of the beauties of spending time with him. He's a very balanced person. And so as a result, it's like, he has a lot of self-esteem towards him as he should because he's a good person like okay yeah we can chat shit about like how he's like you know like this like that and stuff but the fact is he's a good person and like he has a lot of self-esteem because he's a good person that behaves in a good way right so like he behaves like a dickhead from time to time he's he's a good person that focuses on his mental health and tries to remain balanced balance is the ultimate Honestly, balance is the ultimate, and all three of us have no fucking clue how to balance our lives. We, are, <laughs> we always strive for extremes or in both ways. Like, there's never a middle for us. It's like very extreme in one way <laughs> or completely not in the other way. It's never, you know, like what I'm saying? Tejas is like, let me do 20, you know, 10. <laughs> Like 2,000 yeah. shots of Jaeger, and then I'm yeah. going to take a month off and stop drinking. Yeah. Right? Then you're like, like, let me do five whippets. Yeah. In a yeah, row. When you're into whippets. I mean, like, right. Shan is like, Shan's like, oh, we're, we're chilling at dinner, at a steak dinner. Let me just pop, you know, some Molly. Uh, or he's like, oh, you know what? I've worked this whole week. Let me just continue to work throughout the weekend. Like, yeah. that's. I'm on a boat party. I'm on a boat party. Let me steal a bottle of Jaeger. And when they ask, what happened to that bottle of Jaeger? I'll be like, oh. Yeah, okay. I take the blame for that. That's fine. It wasn't just you, by the way. It's like very egregious. Ishwar, Maul. Sorry, sorry. It was Yarish. Of course it was Yarish. So you, Ishwar, Maul, and Yarish, that sounds right up that alley. I really wish I was there, to be fair. Because I'd have been the one to be like, Let's, let's shout out to Hermes <laughs> yes for getting me like get, like I love that bag so much it's my number one I think work and life bag at the moment shout out to Hermes for providing the best bag 
I literally, it was such a brilliant thing. We got on this boat and had this cocktail and whatever. And then I was distracting the bartender and that bottle went into my bag. And that bottle went with me to the St. Regis. And that bottle went with me <laughs> back home. And you know what? And you know what, Uj? That bottle wasn't the first bottle Jaeger went into that bag. <laughs> Very true. So that bag... <laughs> I tell the multiple Jaeger. I do not need sponsorship. I will buy you anytime. <laughs> beautiful bag, beautiful design. And I must say, I feel like I'm the only one in India, especially Mumbai, that knows how to wear it correctly. People yes. are so stupid. And yeah. I really know how to do that. They wear it backwards. If you see me with the bag, most likely there's something fun in it. So. Mm-hmm. Really wonderful bag. Great bag. No, seriously. I obsessed. Yeah. It's like the best, like useful, like so wearable. Useful. No, it's so useful. And it looks so wearable. good. It just looks so great. And the fact yeah. that it has the material that it's made from, the way it's designed, the holes, everything that goes with pattern, like it yeah. just does a beautiful job for the bag. Yeah. As soon as you know one of you guys blow up i'm just gonna buy them in all the colors possible because i think i really need that you do oh my god you know what's so funny how does it taste with milk by the way it tastes pretty good there was i was i was watching your reels okay since i discovered the real tab of the of the of the Instagram, you shot this video where you guys were all wearing coats. I find that hilarious. Oh, I'm happy. I shot, directed, whatever. Wonderful video. Oh my god, no! But like, also, can you can you recognize um your gift that I never actually got got to wear <laughs> because I never came back to the states? Because COVID happened. No, no, no. You, you, you wore it. I remember you wore it in the airport, and you told me everybody was looking at you. No, I definitely wore it in the airport. Yeah, like it was a big deal. And weirdly enough, there was this one time when you, it, it looks that, it looks good on him, but he looks like a pimp a little bit. <laughs> that was a point. He wanted like a pimp like attitude. And you, I mean, how come you have this many coats, like, with the furs and stuff? Like, it's so hot there. No, I asked Mal to bring some because mm-hmm. we were meant to go skiing. Oh, but- okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I had your Let's... coat, but then she brought those two down. Like, oh, I, I was like, that. I was like, where does she, why does she have these clothes there? <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. You're so cute in all these videos. Thanks, baby. Mm. Also, we should beg some people to sponsor us. Number <laughs> one, Yakult for you. <laughs> Number two, um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch for me. Number three, any beer that Tejas has worked with, especially Tiger. <laughs> especially tiger beer because it was sitting in our house for like two years so yeah sponsorship sponsorship 
Nigger, Mad Dog. Tiger, Yakult. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm, I'm like lost in these TikTok, not TikTok, a real videos. It's very tough for you to conceptualize something and then actually bring it to life. What he has to do is like very time consuming and amazing, but also the attention to detail is very, very mm -hmm. specific. Yeah. Now what I do is like very different. <clears throat> I think in juice terms and flavor terms, it has to be very specific, but uh, you can't control a lot of things like coloring you can't control because it's all organic produce. But at the end of the day, like your, your people expect something. Like, for example, it's super insane for me, you know, coming from the States. I honestly know that we grew up in Bahrain yeah. and we have this like Middle East thing. But I also think that um, not, I'm not including, like I am, but I'm not including the fact that we are um, passport carrying Americans and born there yeah. forever. But I'm also saying that just the fact that we had that accessibility to go and be in the States, whether living in the Bronx, the Queens, Manhattan, or Newport, or whatever, like staying with the cousins and stuff, that definitely brought like a mm -hmm. different shield in our eyes. And the fact that we got to go to Europe so much and like travel with dad and he would like spoil us and take us to all these places that definitely created another like different perspective in our minds. So I think going through all of that just kind of makes you believe that, oh, okay, like this is what it is, or this is what it yeah. isn't, or this is how it should be, or this is how it shouldn't be. And I think that that comes into common place when you have the same people and they're saying like, oh, this is how it should be, or this is how it shouldn't be. Like you're working your ass off and you're like, oh, I've done this and this and this. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter because people are still going to think of me of this and this and this. I still have to do what I'm supposed to have fun. That makes sense. Like, I'm sure, you know, from Shen's standpoint, he's been, he's totally American and he's been in this country for a thousand years. But I'm sure there's so many people that could be like, oh, you know, his accent or my accent, like a lot of people are like, oh, your accent's so strange to me. I don't know if anyone said that to him, but mm -hmm. there are people that just want to bring, like, oh, yeah, it's no, not like have. there's anything wrong with your accent. It's just the fact that they want to bring it up and be like, oh, you're different. That's the thing, like, people are like that, but the thing is that we don't want that mentality to be ingrained. No, but I also feel, in honest. To, like honestly I feel that a lot of um, Southeast Asians and Far East Asians and South Asians feel this type of way where they need to um, assimilate into the culture that they're in this is very very apparent like across yeah. the globe and it's something that's like um, entirely it, egotistical it doesn't even me. matter you know what I'm, it, yeah I do like I mean I yeah, I, I see it like you know when I especially in Europe that's where you see it the most where people are really like yeah. you know this is the only language I speak I'm French blah 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 or whatever German what whatnot it definitely happens there with it 
just goes into it like it seeps into it and that identity is also different because it's a form or perceived form of nationalism for them whereas in america um, it's not a perceived form of nationalism speaking english um the main issue with america so uh my main like thesis from living and being american and um half not half but whatever about roots indian is that in america Mm -hmm. the color of your skin really really matters and in india your religion Mm -hmm. really really matters right so what i keep saying is at least here you can change like who you are like i look this way or even you as shen can be like oh my name is hari and They'd be like, oh, you're not Muslim, great, let's, or, oh, you're a Buddhist, oh, great, no problem, like. You're Zoroastrian, welcome not, to the family. Yeah, you're not gonna, like, it's, like, a very weird situation, and it also feels strange, because, like, you know, I've been with guys that are um, uncircumcised, sorry, Tejas, but. Okay. I'm, I'm an adult, I understand. Honest to God, no, honest to God, when you're in the States, circumcision really, really matters. It really like, does, it's yeah, most people are actually circumcised yeah. when they're born and raised in the States. Yeah. But people like Shen, for example, may not be <laughs> circumcised. And as a Christian in the U.S., you generally are circumcised. Yeah. There's no like, religious reason for you not to be circumcised, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. But when you come to a place like <laughs> India, they're like, oh, circumcision is like what shows if you are a Hindu or if you're a Muslim. <laughs> like, it's a very, you know, very um, weird, like, what? polar opposite thing. Yeah. So I was like, I remember talking to Ishra about this because I'm like, you know, in my, so in all honesty, I feel bad, yes. Paige, that you are circumcised. I did too, I yeah. I've heard uncircumcised sex is way better. Uncircumcised is the way to go. And you feel better, and you get better sex. But I also know that you. I've also heard it's not clean, though. So, like, I don't know because I'm. I don't know. No, no, (laughs) for sure, it's a lot more maintenance than being circumcised. I can vouch for that. I feel like if you don't have a clean dick, then you can get into a lot of trouble if you are uncircumcised. And I know Shan agrees with that as well. Yeah, you You agree, Shan. Cleanliness is definitely a thing, but. Yeah, they're meant to get more pleasure, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, all that shit. The whole thing is so preposterous because I'm like, oh, okay, so if my brother was here and there was like an uprising and they're like, are you Brahmin? And then he, he pulls his pants down and he's circumcised. And they're like, who the fuck are you, Abdul Rahman? What the fuck? Like, right. like, he'll be wearing a thread but having the circumcised mm-hmm. dick and be yeah. so good. Like, so fucking good. What the fuck happened to this At guy? Least... <laughs> no one would have a clue. It would just be so strange. But that's the thing. They, so, like here in the States, they check, they, check, they check small girls' privates as opposed to small boys. You know, like that's the thing. They're like, there's this thing in Florida, like for, because there are, call, there are high schoolers that are trans that are like, oh, we're going to check the genitalia of people that go into the bathroom in Florida. And it's like, man, why don't you okay, get a fucking life? You cannot compare Florida to 
the U.S., like, Florida's garbage. Like, you know, sisters fuck each other and impregnate each other and then, you know, murder slash have an abortion at the same time. It's obnoxious. None of it exists. It's just a thoroughly fucked world down yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. No, I don't think that's any of your concern. No, I'm not. I'm just like, it's just sick to hear. And then it's also sick to hear that, like, <laughs> people are, you know, like, just their kids, let them, you know, let them be who they are. But uh, no, but you're right uh, on this context. I mean, that's the thing. I, I, I've never heard, but like, is uncircumcised sex better than circumcised sex? That's a big question. It depends on who's asking. Like, mm, like okay. okay, I think it's it better... Is- if you're <laughs> circumcised for the girl. So when you're not, it hurts a lot more. Okay. Like you have to push more into the girl, but it also depends on how, you know, tight your girl is, you know. Like tight your girl is, is. yeah, okay. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. <laughs> you gotta be like super tight because, you know, yeah. you gotta wear a lot on it yeah. or whatever. That's fair. That makes sense. I feel like also the fact that um, anyone, like all men masturbate and stuff like that. The same, honestly, the same notion as like your clit having a hood. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you push up the hood on a girl's clit, then it's way more <laughs> and <laughs> then it's like, hmm, the secret's building. So it's the same thing sure. conceptually. Like, if you pull it out, like, <laughs> oh. but again, like, for example, Ishra never uses a condom. Really? Condom. Never. He's disgusting. Can you tell him that it's I terrible. recommend that he wears one? You know, I have, everyone has, Chen has, like, the whole universe has, <laughs> and it's, thoroughly disgusting but most men in india actually don't wear condoms really? it's like a very controversial very terrible it's controversial topic, in india. During, like, I didn't know. it's very controversial it's very terrible considering the population we have like you know i'm very pro-china it's really getting on my nerves i do not know how i can support this democracy anymore but anyways some people don't um, deserve an opinion don't deserve voting rights no i'm i'm very down to being uh an aristocrat in this government. <laughs> so yeah. Wow. Awesome. No, they don't wear it. They don't do it. They don't like. It's none of that. It's very um, just the same aspect or sense that you can find in the Middle East. But in the Middle East, they're all cut. Mm. Here, they're not cut. So here, you at least get this chance of like, oh, I don't need to. And I'm really sorry for this. That's okay. You don't need to. Apply. I don't need to work so hard, and I don't need to like oh, I need to do this, or they need to do that, or whatever. Sometimes it feels like a very long, strong thing that shouldn't be, like, this should not be an hour. I think the ideal version of fucking is, um, honest to God, 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, 20 to 30 minutes. Does that include foreplay? I would say no. Um, slightly. I think if you're just speaking to each other, like banter and touching yeah. and making out, no. But if your, you know, mouth is on something and you are stroking, like that's different. Yeah, without yeah? clothes. But it should be, yeah, the maximum, so the minimum 
should always be 20. <laughs> and I think the max... We're checking the time right here. Minimum, minimum. Like, that's in a best case scenario where you, like, haven't had sex for 20 years. Mm. And Oh, that'd be five minutes for, like, a heterosexual guy. Yeah, so, and the same, I think, with a gay guy or a gay woman, like, who just really get into it yeah. and honest to god you'd be done in three minutes anyway, oh you know? yeah if you, but, you, like, if you know what you're doing three it's, minutes max yeah it's three minutes it's like not not yeah. much yeah. else so yeah so Shen, thoughts? you need that to... 20 minutes 30 minutes three minutes thoughts? honestly like i'm always the one who's like very like I don't know I'm I'm always the one who's the one doing the work so <laughs> I don't ever really know how long I took mm-hmm. when honestly he should not be yeah. because in my mind he's submissive like we all play our yeah roles right? yeah don't know what marriages do not give a shit please do not say it right now so. love you no I so much but I'm not really I know that like who I am, yeah. what role I play, the role Shen plays. Like, I know that he's a tad bit more submissive, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want this guy to be like, oh, a minute and I'm done. Like, I'm sure he doesn't want that either. You want uh, that sort no of No one wants that. Are you kidding? A minute? Yeah. So I, when I say something like 22, half, half an hour is like including from the start to the yeah, end. I think yeah. that's really Yeah. So I want to use this last 15 minutes to half an hour to have you guys talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Anything you guys have been thinking about, anything you guys want to bring up, anything you think is important to bring up in this special. Wait, 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 wait. Um, Have you guys heard about the story with this football player? No, please talk about it. That can be a good ending towards this podcast because so much of it, like, has to be cut out. I think this will be a half an hour. No, no, don't no worry. No, no, so there is this uh there's a football player. I think his name was a Mantai Tail or something. Yes. Yeah. Manti yeah. Mantai Tail. Manti yeah. Tail. Okay. Yes. So I didn't know about the story until like today. Basically, okay. I was really intrigued about it. I was just like, oh my God, the story is so, so fascinating, Uj, because it's about this guy. Apparently, he was telling everyone he's like, a, he, he already got drafted into like one of the teams. Okay. He, he was having this girlfriend who he tells people that they met through like a mutual friend or something. Uh, which in reality they met online and has never met this girl. What year was this, by the way? Just so that within she has context. 2013, I want to say, maybe 14. Like regular soccer or American, American, American football. football. He was a yeah. It was a college player that went into the NFL and he was like, oh, I have a girlfriend that I met through a mutual friend, but apparently it was online. And I believe this was 2014 maybe 2015 because it was around that time where like online dating wasn't really a big thing like you know phone dating and like tinder yeah. and bumble and stuff like that so let me just check real quick while Trent continues this but basically what happened was he, he- it says his girlfriend died in 2012 
So that was a lie. He <laughs> so this, this on the day that she died no on the day of her funeral he actually was playing a game and his grandma died the morning off so in her his head two people that was dear to him died on the same day and they put on this entire show where the whole camera was on him and be like, today was a grim day for him. Like two of his most like blah, blah, blah people died today. And then he like worked extra hard and then they made it into like this kind of like a, like a, not like a revenge, but like, a, you know, oh, that gave me strength. So I have to play this great game. Like it became something like that. Like they really, the media, they really like, hyped up this dead girlfriend scenario to the point where people started looking at records and they were like, this bitch does not exist. And then this guy behind the voice behind this girl actually came out and was like, actually this girl is me. And, and, and they even demonstrated on TV how he changes his voice from a guy to a girl and the whole Thing, and how he stole the picture of one of his neighbors from Facebook to make this fake profile and all that shit went on but then people found out that he actually told the guy Monty Tail whatever his name is he actually told him two days before he, the, the football person is going to receive an award he told him before mm-hmm. the award. And then during the award, he still played up the story of his girlfriend died, even though he already knew because the guy confessed that it was fake. <laughs> so that turned into like another big thing. <laughs> yeah. So people were like, why did you lie? <laughs> and then he... he isn't. He did get a contract in the NFL, and he did play some. He did play some games, and Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job. Although you know, Matteo is now a free agent. But yes, it was fucked. It was a fucked story at the time. I know, but it's insane that like, oh, Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job when people are getting fucking signed when they're like a thousand years old and do not have the same. <laughs> accomplishments but yeah you know what else is crazy though they were asking him are you gay and then he was like no absolutely not far from it and then he they were like i uh maybe you're gay but you don't want to come out uh so you and him built this profile together as like a distraction that's like so ridiculous though But that's the thing. They're saying Aaron Rodgers uses his uh, girlfriend, like Olivia Munn, and now Shailene Woodley as a beard because Aaron Rodgers likes men. That's been the that's been the theory that's been out there in football circles for a very long time now. I just think it's ridiculous that no famous American football star has um, come out as gay or at least bisexual. Mm -hmm. I think that's absolutely preposterous and a lie and I think that uh 
like any fan has to be pulling themselves if they think that not a single gay player in the entire league like that's utter bullshit there is one that's just percentage not come on though like he's not he's no longer in the nfl is what i'm saying like he used to be in the nfl there's one as far as i know who was pretty open no not that not that it's not real like he obviously there were but come on like the ones that are actually on board you've got teams with you know 100 people on them are you kidding you really think all of them are straight that's literally impossible like mathematically impossible and you're creating such a toxic hateful hatred environment Mm -hmm. like there's plenty of gay guys that love football american football oh yeah Wow, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Just seems so obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I only know that Michael Sam person. I know, but that, he was the only one that was yeah. out, though. But when you think about it, there's so many teams, yeah. right? And on all the teams, there's so many fucking players. Mm-hmm. And besides the players, there's so many, you know, coaches, head coaches, assistant coaches, coaches mm-hmm. on the field, coaches off the field, coaches that are looking at your tape, yep. you know, you're workout buddies your non-workout buddies the team workout buddies like all of it is there the doctors everything are you serious and you're gonna say that none of them are gay yeah. that's obscene like yeah insane. it's also unrealistic i think that's just the it's just unrealistic to think that but that's what there's this piece of americana that and in that show that we were watching yesterday pride on fx there was this oh like this <laughs> religious backlash and there always has been religious backlash towards lgbtq that has just like been perpetuated by the by the right in an effort to try to promote what they consider to be american family values which are non-existent and based in like a a theory rather than in like reality so that's kind of been the problem throughout the whole Mm, based on like nazism yeah exactly yeah Yeah. but they love that shit american values aren't like yeah what Native American values? Is that what you're yeah. talking about? But don't worry. They, they said that and, and in the episode I was watching yesterday that focused on the 90s, they said that gay people don't deserve the right to be married because marriage is about procreation and providing a family for a child, providing the right values for a child. This is what the Republican right said in the 90s. Which is insane because I know like fully that me being an aunt to Shen's children yeah. is going to be way better than me being a parent to those same kids. It's like I would successfully fail as that, and I'm okay with admitting it yeah. because I just don't. There's so much more backed up to it that I don't feel like I could give. Yeah. But if it was for someone that I truly deeply love, like Shen, most importantly, knew, you know, like as my brother, like that kind of thing is like no i need these kids like it's a different kind of love like it's something that and most of the time a lot of people are like oh that's the kind of love i have or would feel from my own children but in all honesty i don't think i have that gene in me i just feel like i want even if i did want children there'd be children that were like grown up and i would just helping them on their way like it wouldn't actually be that sort of caretaking position that I would want to be in which is being 
the best aunt to both of your children. Yeah. Like, I think that is my true call and backing. I honestly believe that. I think that I'm better as an aunt. I think I'm better human being as someone that's partially in their lives, like cheering them up and making them feel better. And like, they want to come chill with me and do drugs with me perfect. Yeah. But I do not think that I am like a mom. Like, I really just don't. If I have kids, like, I will literally know that I'm going to give them to my in-laws yeah. or Shen or someone. Like, I'm just Shen? not going to... No offense, mate. But, like... Shen, you... No, in the, like, I don't want them, you know... Shen said that he would give my kids MDMA. And I was like, what age? And he was like, yeah, I don't know, well, like, six, seven. And I was like, that be correct person like i would definitely do the same thing it would be in a very controlled environment and i would do it with shen's kids yeah. like we would do it as a point you know family yeah, you like, obviously like, all of our kids together yeah. very joint family and they would have a great time i think that's really important and it also creates a lot of bonds yeah. like the first time you're doing some sort of drugs you want those that's sort cool. of bonds that's like yeah this can bring me home and oh i have my cousins you know around me yeah. shen's children your children to like help me out in that that's situation true. Not that I would ever have kids, but like, no, I Shen, like that. Shen's kids would be my co- my kids cousins, yeah. No, I like obviously we're all cousins, <laughs> yeah. and I feel like a family is one and whatever. But it also just feels like I know that I I don't think I'm capable of having children, like body and mind wise. Yeah. And I even if I do, it'd be like a lot of adopted children. Yes. So I just wanted to be very focused on both of you guys' lives and your children mm-hmm. and like very infused to it so that it's like oh you want to do this you want to do that okay it's fine yeah and i've always told shen and same thing i'll say if i have children i will send them to you guys i actually do not want most of my life to deal with them mm. i just feel like i'm very incapable and if i unfortunately have to carry a child i will never really love that child like there will be a lot of issues yeah. with me loving that child at least you're aware i expect that level of perfection still like i want them to know mandarin fluently i want them to know hindi fluently i want tamil Telugu, english like all of it i want them to understand what football is whether it's american or china and i oh, want mate, them to understand the shit. don't want them to know that bit everything about food and cuisine and how you present yourself and fashion and brands and who matters and who doesn't matter and who's versus who like they need that global knowledge it's just that i do not feel like i can personally be a mother to them no i really don't like children i really don't my partner was like oh let's start having children i would just be drinking all the time and then if i got pregnant i'd be like wow Shad <laughs> needs, <laughs> needs a, like, you know, donor right now. He needs someone out here that's doing the same as me. And make mom get pregnant, make Tej's wife get pregnant. You know, all of us being pregnant at the same time. <laughs> that's the only way. That's rubbish. And the worst thing is I would try and force all of you guys to not drink because I'd be like, stop there. It's not fair. No, it's not. 100% it's not. What I would say, like, oh, you know, if I, if the person I'm with drinks. Can you, can you get high? 
Well, no. I don't mind, but you literally told me not to, so I don't know why you're asking me this. Like, <laughs> it seems a little obnoxious. Yeah, no. no, I it meant I, at, during pregnancy. Uh, I you, definitely you, can't. you definitely can't get high during pregnancy. I'm like pretty oh. sure that's a thing. Um, Shanna, I was going to ask you, Uch thought she was messaging me, but she meant to message you. Did you see the cross? Gucci and Balenciaga wanted to speak to you about that. Is it wrong that I want one? Also, did you finish Halston? Oh, yeah. No, she ended up sending that to me. Yeah. So, so what were your thoughts on that, Gucci and Balenciaga? Oh, I love it. Uh, Halston is pretty good, she says. Typical egomaniac story. Thoughts? Yeah, I love it. I love the she show. She also misses Bergdorf. Next year, fingers and toes props. He's a fashion designer. American came up with Ralph Lauren, ATC. Created very clo clean clothing. Actually quite interesting. And now she's on Master of None. Thoughts about that? When it comes to clean clothing, what does that mean? It's just minimal. There are minimal. Minimalistic. Yeah, there are minimal. Minimalistic routine, Yeah, yeah. There's not that much good. shit on top of it. <laughs> if you have, like, 10 colors and, like, all the beatings or, like, you know, all these embellishments, yeah. all these, like, yeah. fucking details, hardware, whatever. It's all the shit on yeah. it. It's not clean. That's when right. it's just fabric, that's clean. If you were to recommend someone to watch... A designer that's coming out that's coming out with clothing in the next year to two. Who would you recommend? Pay attention to this person. I don't know. There's, I mean, there are a few brands. There is a brand I like currently. They're mm -hmm. called Autolinger. O T T O L I N G E R. Yeah, I like them. They're like the new acne to me. Ooh. All right. If you know, you know. <laughs> mm. Someone knows. But basically, I I I just I don't know. My taste changes all the time. And like yeah, that's normal though, right? You were talking about how you were trying to appear mm -hmm. more threatening. So it makes sense that you would want brands around you that are more verbally like it's I, just, I, mean, I kind of, cool. I'm kind of tired of buying ordinary clothes. Yeah. I just feel like if I buy clothes, they need to give me a reason to save them when I ask the critical question of why should you stay in my closet? Mm -hmm. That's right. There needs to be something that makes me feel special about it or else like it's just going to go next time. Like, I don't want to keep on throwing out clothes and stuff. I mean, I, I noticed when I moved in, a lot of my shoes were black. And I was thinking, well, I'm not someone that likes to wear black shoes. Yeah, so why did you buy them in black then? And I, didn't, I didn't think about it. So then it made me think, what, what am I trying to communicate by wearing black shoes? And it's assimilation. I don't want people to pay attention to me because I don't want people to know who I am. There's something that Uj talks about, like her friend... Um, Mal's cousin, like whenever she brings up, whenever Uji brings up what she does, people are like, I have no idea what you do. And then she met Mal's cousin in a meeting. It was like, you always talk, oh yeah, I'm in marketing, I'm in advertising. Mm -hmm. But I think I've started to understand that a bit more and be more like that. Like, I don't want people to know what I do. Like, oh, you're this person? Like, I want them to not know who I am. Yeah. I actually feel like that was 
a bad move on my part. Why is that? I think I was so caught up in this idea that like I didn't want anyone to have like a negative impact on what I was doing. Uh, what I realize is that evil eye. most people have a very negative impact on what you're doing, no matter what you do. Really? They just want to hate you. Huh. So you just got to get to this point where like, this is what I'm doing, this is where I'm at, and that's it. Mm. And that's how I feel right now. I feel like I'm at this point where I'm not scared to tell the truth. I'm not scared to like be Buddha or any of this stuff. Mm. I just want to make a difference and be like, yeah, waiting for crumbs or leftovers, Yeah, you know? The way that you're saying like, oh, I don't want to be the one that's like less spicy than everyone else. I'm the most spiciest, you know? That's, that's true. The most I mean, important. we should be proud of who you are. I just don't want that evil eye because I feel like- No, I'm yeah, I mean, evil eye is tough and I didn't want the same thing at all, but it's like, I have no choice. I just have to be this person. I have to promote it. I have to, you know, let people know that this is what's going on. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. And I work too hard for it to not survive this time. Like, I really feel like I've just been slogging my ass. Well, also, Always. we all work hard. We should see the benefits of us working hard. It's just difficult in the current environment. I know, but I feel like I don't actually get those benefits. Yeah. I just... Tangentially benefit, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Well, hopefully there are good things around the corner. Really, hopefully. hopefully. Well, good things are going to happen soon. I think there's positivity that needs to be enjoyed. We should we should enjoy being ourselves. We should enjoy being who we want to be, right? Because if we're not happy being ourselves, then who the fuck else is going to be happy about us being ourselves? Like you said, now, haters are everywhere. Like we said, the haters are there, you know? Haters are going to hate. There. They're always there. So we just gotta, we gotta, we gotta not hate. We've got to not hate being ourselves, I think. No, we shouldn't. I don't see any point to it. All right. Uh, I'm going to stop the podcast uh, recording, but we can still chat for a bit. Thank you so much, Tate. Shout out to your new Gupsha pod introduces and sponsors. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was so kind. What? Shan? <laughs> Exactly. Oh my God. Thanks, Kate. Excited to talk to you on the next podcast. Tune in to the first episode of Gupsha Podcast presents Shannon Udge, Lonely Travelers <laughs> in a Survival Mode. Nice. That's good. Ooh. That's a good title. I like that. No, I love it. I like that a lot. Garbage. And I just, just made it up. Oh yeah, what, what uh-huh. title would you have for the podcast, Sean? The podcast that you and Ud are going to do as part of a special, uh, special series for this. What would you guys do? We what agreed on a it? name earlier. I think it was collateral damage. <laughs> collateral damage. Gupta Pod presents collateral okay. damage. Yeah. Can we do the ad for it? Sure. Yeah. So I want listen, Tage. Yeah. We need to be like. I'm in. Hey guys, it's Tage from Gupta Pod, and yeah. I'm introducing a new podcast for you to listen to. Yeah. And it's called 
Collateral damage. Okay, yeah. So, hey listeners, I wanted to tell you about a new podcast that's hosted by two of my best friends, my sister Uj and my best friend Shen. It's called Collateral Damage, which you can listen to on your preferred podcast platform. Be sure to take a listen. This week's podcast has Uj and Shen, two of the guests on the pod, talking about the upcoming things that they want to talk about during the week. How does that sound? Okay. Hey, listeners. <laughs> Do what you want. Okay. <laughs> we yes. need to listen to you guys on this new podcast. Thank you for tuning in with my sister, Paul, and our best friend slash brother, Shen. Oh, this week we talk about... Can you do a TikTok? And also, how to die in a very performative and obnoxious way. Thanks, Shan. <laughs> Listeners, really excited for you to hear my sister and her best friend, Shan. Okay. Tune in to their podcast now. Available on ba 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 ba. And guess what? I'm the special star. <laughs> you know, just pre- pretend God. I am one of those patients who's like full body paralyzed, and I have, I'm, 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 I'm participating by having a headphones and speaker literally on my face. Yeah, because yeah. I can't. I mean, move you can still talk. You just can't move your body. Which, you know, <laughs> All right. All right, ready? <laughs> Whose call was you going to take? Oh, uh, sorry. Okay. Hey, listeners. Okay. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Gupshot Pod. Be sure to check out the new upcoming podcast by my sister, Uj, and our best friend, Sh- Hey. By my sister, Hi. Uj. Hey. And our best friend, Shen, who is lying horizontal <laughs> right now. Be sure to listen to the upcoming po- upcoming pod. Be sure to listen to the upcoming podcast by my Hi. sister Uj. Hey. And our best friend Shen. Talking about random things that they want to talk about to each other while hanging out. Oh. And guess what? I'm gonna be the first guest on their podcast. Gupshot presents oh, lateral yeah. damage. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Jesus. Thank you so much. Checks, please. I'm going to stop the recording of the podcast. Hang out for a bit. Checks, please. Uh, uh, check, please. Checks, please. Check, please. Check, that's that's check, how you end the podcast. You guys end your podcast by saying, checks, please. Uh, excuse me. Uh, checks, please. Um,